Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Billboard on Broadway podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Millsoff, senior editor at Billboard and Broadway fan extraordinaire here. So almost every year, there's a show on Broadway that emerges as the kind of super hard to get ticket that everybody wants. Uh, A few years ago, it was Hamilton, uh, then Dear Evan Hansen. Of course, it kind of continues to be both of those. And last year, it was Hello, Dolly. Unlike those first two shows I mentioned, Hello, Dolly uh, is not a hot new musical with a score that sounds like contemporary hip hop or pop. It takes place in the 1880s. Uh, It opened on Broadway in its original production in 1964. And on the surface, it looks like the quintessential classic grand star vehicle kind of musical. The film of it certainly was for Barbara Streisand. And the Broadway new production, uh, which opened in April of last year, certainly was for Bette Midler, who won a Tony for her performance as the title character. But even as it's transitioned into a new phase recently with Bernadette Peters as Dolly, it's remained a hot ticket for reasons, I think, that go way beyond the name of the kind of legendary lady of the theater who is on the marquee. It really has a cast of fully star performers who've been perfectly cast in their roles. Uh, And the production as a whole is just really immaculately done from the set to the costumes to the full orchestra in the pit. The songs by Jerry Herman, who also wrote the music and lyrics for a couple of other pretty big shows, La Caja Full and Mame, are insanely catchy. And it's actually quite a progressive story about widowers finding love later in life, women taking charge of their romances and their lives, and scrappy New Yorkers who triumph over the stingy rich. Uh, So altogether, it's an older show that I think, because of all of these elements coming together, really feels new and fresh. The cast of Hello, Dolly! on Broadway has transitioned a little bit recently, so I was lucky to get to talk to a few of its stars. Uh, Kate Baldwin, who plays Irene Malloy and has been with the show since its opening. Molly Griggs, who plays Minnie Fay, Charlie Stemp, who plays Barnaby Tucker. And Santino Fontana, who some of you may know from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, who is just starting as Cornelius Hackle.
uh, I just saw the show a couple of weeks ago. It was amazing. I was sort of bowled over by the like visceral feel of audience glee that I don't feel like I've experienced at a show in a long time. Um, the amount of applause constantly was incredible. Um, so you guys must be thrilled to be a part of such a phenomenon right now. We are, yeah. Um, I was. I had a friend come to see the show who's um, an athlete, and she said this is the only time I've been at a theater um, experience where people treated it like it was, you know, a football game, where people stand up and cheer and, yes. and scream their heads off too. It's it's intense. Yeah. Um, well, Charlie and Molly, this show is my introduction to you and Kate and Santino. I know you from very different contexts, so I'm curious when the opportunity to be in a show like this comes up. What, what for each of you? What was the appeal of getting involved in the first place? Um, I love this show. Um, I've done Hello Dolly twice before, and I felt like I had a, I felt like I had an opinion about um, Irene Malloy, the character that I play, mm-hmm. and so I went in and auditioned for it, and um, was I, I, I've, I've loved Jerry Zachs for a long time. If there was a revival of Guys and Dolls um, in the '90s that I had on cassette tape and listened to um, <laughs> uh, religiously and could, memorized it, and maybe annoyed Faith Prince with a couple of impressions, um, <laughs> and so you know, and Jerry has come to see a bunch of things that I've done in the past, and has always hung around backstage to tell me how much he liked what I did and so and I always thought to myself ah oh, gee wouldn't it be fun to to work with him someday because I admired him so much and so um, when I got the audition to come in it was that combination of I think I have a good point of view on this lady Irene and also the idea of working with Jerry Zachs cool mm-hmm. Well, mate, you first. No, you. <clears throat> okay. You've travelled so far. Like, yes. <laughs> I, think, I think that's one of the things for me as well. You know, there's... Obviously, I'm not from around here. I'm from um, from London, and uh, it's everyone's dream to come to perform on Broadway, but also, you know, with the acclaim that the show got from the year before, that was so exciting, and, you know, to be part of uh, a cast and a company that are, you know, so so well known and you know are so good and I've already got great reviews and it's exciting to want to bring your own thing to something as well and that's great you know as Kate said as well you know trying to bring something to a character is always fun so I think for me it was just always about trying to bring some excitement you know shows like this are brilliant because all you do is just have a great time and as you said yourself you especially know, you yeah. like you're always having an amazing always time always having a great time you know especially with shows like this you can't help but laugh and smile and, and I should say too for people listening to this who haven't seen it Charlie is like an amazing dancer I was oh, just like bowled over by your moves <laughs> as a dance fan so oh thanks very cool yeah we kind of added that uh, into the show when I, when I came in as well and they were like do you want to try stuff and I was like always you know so we ended up putting in some jumps and putting in some stuff before that wasn't in there before, just to kind of also keep me fit as well. Yes. <laughs> it works out for everybody. It works out for everyone. Now I don't have to go to the gym. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, Molly, ladies. You keep deflecting. <laughs> yeah, just, are, you, are you trying to hide something? I want to know. <laughs> I have a big secret coming. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I mean, I, I actually had never seen a production of Hello Dolly before I got this job and I had barely seen the movie before and I had this like weird I, I tell people about it now because it's it's like strange because like I literally read the script and I was like oh this is really funny and then I went in and I was like I think this is really funny and weird and strange and beautiful and I was really surprised when 
they hired me because I, I I thought that there was a big secret that I wasn't in on in terms of like this in terms of like knowing Hello Dolly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was thrilled, totally thrilled. And I didn't know I'd never seen it uh, or uh, read it. I'd read The Matchmaker before, but I uh, <clears throat> and I had I couldn't see it last year either, and so. Uh, Gavin, uh, uh, who was playing Cornelius, uh, and one of Tony were for playing Cornelius because he was that good. Yeah, he um, is that good. I heard. I didn't get to see it, but <laughs> I support him. I'm a huge fan of his. Uh, and so they called that he had gotten injured and asked. They were in kind of an interesting spot. I'd worked with Jerry Zachs on some readings and Andy Einhorn, the musical director. Um, in Cinderella and many other things. And so they both asked, are you free for a couple months? Someone got hurt. <laughs> and um, they invited me to see the show and I loved it. I'm a huge fan of Bernadette Peters and Victor Garber and these three as well. So um, it just was lucky to kind of fit in a slot that I had open and why not, you know? And it's, it seems like such a perfect role for you when you were announced. I was like, yes, that is like his voice exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, yeah, I, I, do, I didn't know this. Sh- I didn't really know this show. So um, I'm glad that you feel that way. But I didn't. Because <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and it worked out. Well, I, I would think seeing the two, all four of you in like pairs right now makes me think of the fact that I have to think that one of the most fun part of the show for you has to be the fact that you like have little teams, sort of, that the two of you are like a team, the two of you are like a team, um, that has to make being on stage more fun, but like, is finding that chemistry something that takes time, or was it immediate for you guys? I wanna be Kate Baldwin's assistant. <laughs> single thing I do ever, it's so fun. You can come work at my hat shop anytime. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, Although I hate hats, so maybe I have to pick something maybe else. Something. So I have to pick something else, a different kind of shop to mm-hmm. work in, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no, I think, yeah, anytime we, um, you know, you team up with a person, you have to find out who they are and, like, draw on, um, the first thing that struck me about Molly was just, like, exactly what you said when you first saw her, how beautiful she is, and then how funny she is. I was like, wow, how can a person have it all? (laughs) Just like that. You mean like you. No, how dare you. you. No, but, like, you know, I was just incredibly, I remember that first rehearsal that I went in when, um, well, Charlie had come for a little bit but then was back in London doing a show yeah. and I came, and Gavin and I came in for rehearsal and it was Bernadette and Victor and Molly um, and they had created a new a different version of Hello Dolly sort of and it was kind of like entering this world where I sort of knew what was going on but I didn't know what was going on and I sat back and watched as a true fan um, watching a person discover all the new stuff that I didn't know was there and making it her own and it was really really exciting and, and um, to watch Molly do that and to of course watch Bernadette and Victor do their own takes on it too so like I think admiration is where it starts mm-hmm. you know when you have your when you're building your team and the two of you are just kind of starting I would think yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're like it's who is also, this guy sitting next to me it's also great at the same time you know especially for me with you know, uh, having Gavin here and then uh, having Gavin for a while and then after that having Christian who was the cover and he, we were there for a while and that was great and then obviously having Santino here, Santino here as well. Santino, Trevor. Santino. <laughs> Santino. <laughs> Santino. <laughs> we should write on the wall just so I don't mistake it. For it's not like a hard name. It's not Beyonce or anything like that. <laughs> Next time though. Um, 
and yeah so it's great in some ways that you get to kind of get used to doing it with different people and that's really exciting because it just mixes it up and it changes it up and you know what Santino brings to the role is 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 so great because it's so different you know and that's really exciting so yeah it's brilliant you know it keeps everything fresh and you know you never go into work going oh god I've got to do this again you know it's just like yeah it's different come on let's switch it up and it's awesome it's great fun and he's been really helpful in I had 10 days of rehearsal to kind of figure everything out and here's where you go and there's a lot of moving pieces so he was super helpful in figuring out this is how we <laughs> do this this is how you have to do this otherwise you'll get crushed by the train <laughs> you know, she's changing over there don't you know so and that also helps because yeah you're creating a, you're a family and you have to grab onto each other because you need each other and the two of you in particular are always like popping out of things like yes, jumping into things I was like watching that I was like yeah. I feel like under the stage there are like possibly disasters happening but well if, if you can't go up ladders then you're in trouble yeah a lot of ladder work a lot of ladder work a lot of ladders a lot of ladder work, mm-hmm. La- ladder work is, is the new mask work maybe ladders in the basement yeah that mm-hmm. is in the I, after my put in I said I'm gonna rename the show ladders and wool because I'm constantly climbing ladders or going down ladders or jumping off ladders. Some of the ladders you can't see. It seems like there's no point. And then I'm also in a three-piece wool suit, which you are too. Yeah, yeah. the three-piece wool suit. So yours is stretchy. Really, yes, mine is mine is nice and stretchy for my jumps. Mine is like a but sheep. Not any, not any wool, my <laughs> I'm in a sheep. That's your reward for all of the leaps. You get to be able to actually move. I get to move a little bit, but it's still hot, especially when you're wearing, you're wearing the hat as well. But because a lot, of the, a lot of the things we do in the show that do get quite sweaty or that are quite energetic, they're only in small parts. So you'll finish and you'll leave the stage and be like, oh, yeah, I feel great. And then as soon as you get up to your dressing room, it'll just be boom, yeah. sweating. You know, and you're like, oh, hygiene, I've got to like, go wash, I've got a shower, and now we'll do that and then get back into it. So, you know, <laughs> oh, so hygiene. the way to go. Ah, oh, oh, hygiene. And my poor dressing room, uh, my poor dressing room buddy, Will Burton. Who plays Ambrose? Who plays Ambrose? He's, yes. he's always like he's a tall man. <laughs> he's tall. He's, very, he's, he's extremely very tall, tall, but with a great haircut. Who is his haircut based on? I don't know, but it's amazing. Oh, he said it's this. based on someone. It's based on someone. I can't his wig it was yes. His hair. His, it's his a Jack his, White his to me. His wig. It's like, something like, like that. With like yes, the, yes, totally. With the hat and the it's you know the cravat kind of thing. Yeah, I love it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, well, you, you referred to this being a family, and this is a fairly unique kind of show where, like, we all have to admit there is a star. Um, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or two stars. Um, so, I mean, what is that experience like 
to have someone so huge at the top of the show. And Kate and Molly, you can speak to the changeover and kind of what that's like. Oh my God. I There was a night, oh, I think that, what I, I'm getting speechless just even talking about it uh, trying to talk about it uh, failing just failing um, <laughs> she they changed a bit of choreography or a bit of something and she walked over to me she Bernadette Peters yes. walked over to me and grabbed me by the shoulders and turned me and it was a new move and I completely forgot what I was supposed to sing <laughs> and I went oh, yeah. I just did that <laughs> and because lo- I lost my mind because she touched me like it's <laughs> And they were both on. new at the time, and I'm the old <laughs> hand who's done it a long time, and I just lost my mind. Well, the audience seems to lose its mind that she, like, walks Absolutely. and is alive. Downstairs, across the stage, mm-hmm. across the stage again. It's mm-hmm. like, I was sitting there in the audience like, this is insane. Like, I've never seen it's something so like simple, this before. It's so simple, but it's, yeah, it's amazing. And she's also the classiest person yes. that has ever lived she's she's so graceful and generous and she doesn't make you feel like you have to treat her any certain way she's just very human and cool and yeah big Mm -hmm. fan yeah she's great it's not it's not easy leading a company at all something that i think people think it's just turn up to work and you know do your job it's not it's actually really hard you know you need to you need to not only turn up and do your job which as we all know is a hard job you know, she is she is running, uh, you know, doing so much in this show. But also, you know, she takes the time to talk to other people and, you know, do all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, to do that is it's what makes her a star. Really is what makes her a star. She's great. Have you, do you think that there are, like, definite different things that she is bringing to Dolly from Bet? Yes. I mean, having done the show with with both of them, I mean, they're both such strong personalities, you know, and so they are drawing on their own um, experiences. Bet sort of brings with her kind of a... Um, a show busy um, history like a, a history especially with New York City too um, um, and her audiences who would come just to see her do the role um, so in my experience uh, feeling the audience kind of revel in her Bette Midler-ness um, was a different experience from the audience that is now with us who are reveling in the Bernadette-ness you know what I mean like they just there's a different um energy about it and and Bernadette is such a uh, you know presence in uh, musical theater I mean she, for me she was the person I watched growing up and listened to and wanted to be like and I actually sat my husband down and said if you don't like Sunny in the Park with George we can't date anymore this is when we were dating and you have to watch this great performances with us with me right now and it's like, a very good standard yeah and that's the test um, so you know and she is part of that for me yeah so um so yeah it's just a a different energy she is Bernadette feels to me like a person of the theater and understands you know like the the throwing of the ball back and forth in scenes and is actually like so ready to have fun on stage with you like (laughs) wants to crack up like if you look at her the raw you know just the right way or whatever (laughs) she will twinkle and giggle and that's uh, again another you know fun aspect of working with her Mm mm-hmm well, I think that we you know when I was watching, I feel like this. there are two categories of musical right now that feel really exciting. There's, of course, like completely new musicals. And then there is a show like this that feels super classic, but feels like it's kind of completely refreshed because of 
the production and the cast and um, I find when people who have no sense of what Hello Dolly is ask me to describe it, Mm -hmm. I find myself at a bit of a loss because I'm like, it's not, I want to be like, it's a big old fashioned musical, but it's like not totally old fashioned. I think especially when I came to see it, I was like, wow, a lot of the humor is like very modern and having these kind of great independent roles for women who yeah, like do things for themselves is is a bit radical. So I was curious just to hear you guys take on what you think is making it feel really fresh. Women run the world in this show. Yeah. <laughs> she does. Mm-hmm. She as does. Beyonce I mean, uh, said. As Beyonce did say. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> Irene Malloy runs her part of the world uh, and Dolly definitely runs her part of the world and that's why it's also so well constructed the writing is so good because the story of moving on you know dealing with a past that may have wounded you and being able to embrace life and move forward and also the thing about you know money is like manure it isn't any good unless you spread it around those you know that's that's when you're like oh Thornton Wilder Michael Stewart hit on something, and Jerry Herman hit on something that is universal and will never date. Mm-hmm. It will never get dated, because that's those are stor- That's why it's so popular, because it's so true and yeah. elemental, primal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show starts off with um, two widows and a widower, so we're starting from a place of loss, you know, and and, and, you're and widowed. yeah, so yeah, there's Bo- Dolly is a, a widow, and Irene is a widow, and then and Horace Vandergeld is a widower. So like three people who have lived a life and have lost, and who are in their way, you know, reclaiming or or asking for you know Act Two of of their lives and trying to um, figure out a way to to join the human race, I think is how she puts it at the end Mm -hmm. of act one. And that's inspiring and timeless, kind of like what Santino was saying. You know, I think there will always be stories of renewal. I think we love stories like a Cinderella makeover story. We all, I mean, we love that kind of story. We see it over and over again in movies and television and reality shows and Mm -hmm. like starting again. That's, that's it's totally appealing. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see it ageless as well. You know, it doesn't matter what age. You can still find love, you know, and you can still find happiness, and that's that's something that is particularly special about this show. I think that you yeah. know it doesn't say it says you know from whatever age from you know seventeen to you know uh, Horace Van der Gelder and 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 Dolly Levi. You know, there's no ages. It doesn't matter. You still need love. Everyone Seventy. Seven. You can say she looks amazing. She looks yeah. amazing. She, she, I want to look she, she like that next year. Every time I see her, I'm like, what skincare products do you use? Yeah. All of them. <laughs> you signed a deal with Secret, yeah. yes. Secret ones yeah. we don't know about. <laughs> whatever know whatever about. is happening, it's working. It's amazing. <laughs> really but, beautiful. <laughs> Real beautiful. <laughs> She's pretty. Mm. Oh my gosh, I'm That's agreeing with you. I'm saying, I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying, I thought, I thought you were doing Benedict's voice. No, no, no. I, thought, no. I, I was like, that was really good. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> but there are also, I feel, I, f- I wish I could remember specifically what I'm thinking of, but I feel like there are jokes that are clearly landing in a very like right now way mm. with the audience like you feel everyone laughing and you're like oh they're thinking of Trump when she says this or <laughs> something having to do with you know women doing things for themselves and it's like it's sort of a unique thing to 
hear something from a show that's been around for this long that feels like it's really resonating with people immediately in that way. Well, I was I was sort of trepidatious doing. Uh, I don't have to do it, but it's it's the first number that um, Vandergelder sings, and it's called "It Takes a Woman," mm-hmm. and it sets him up as this um, you know sort of misguided, um, you know miserly um, sort of backwards guy that 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 Dolly is going to transform and um, but it, the song is it takes a woman and it takes a woman to do all these things like you know you know mucking out the stables or you know mending the whatever you know all the, I can't even think of the list of things that he says but That's for the first enough. time we were doing it I thought oh no are people going to see this and get offended or be offended by um, this list of things that only women can do or should be allowed to do. It's implied should be allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, so good. Nobody has come forward and said, I object. I'm offended. But I thought that that, you know, could happen. Um, but fortunately, we know that Gevandergelder is a buffoon. So yeah. it's Especially okay. towards the end as well, you see that, you see the side of him as much as, you do see little bits as well in between where he says about his wife, you know, and he says that, you know, it was foolish of her, you know, uh, and then she died and then she died (laughs) which was foolish of her you know and it's a way I think for this older man to deal with the 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 trauma of of going through the death of his wife and then at the end you see that actually he's a really sweet guy and actually he does look after everyone Mm -hmm. and then runs into Dolly's you know Mm -hmm. but you also know like as a woman watching the show like Dolly comes out and she has this big monologue and I I felt immediately when I saw Bette do it for the first time I was like oh I as a female audience member I'm going to be totally taken care of here you know I know she's going to be in charge I know she's going to be woke you know and like she's going to like you know make sure that you know things are going to fall into place so even when that song happened I thought it was it was really funny and you know and I think it's like a necessary color to telling a full story about kind of gender relations in this time and Mm -hmm. even now well I was going to say that I think that being in the audience like you hear it in a very tongue in cheek way almost like you you hear kind of little snickers like everybody understands how ridiculous it is right and you know the point of view of the show is not you know sexist (laughs) it's very it's kind of revolutionary actually Mm. I feel like I want to take a moment to shout out Victor Garber because I, I would like to be the president of the Victor Garber <laughs> fan club and I find him so incredibly charming in the show. He must It must be just like a delight to see him every day. You are not <laughs> alone. You are not alone. We love him. Everybody loves Victor. And his mustache as well. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't talk about the show without talking about the music. Um, I know that put on your Sunday clothes in particular is like the most insane earworm in the world. <laughs> like anytime I hear it, I'm like, great for the next week. <laughs> I'm going to hear it in my dream. Like literally, I think I've heard it in my dreams. Like th- there's something about the music in this show that it, it, it reminds me of how like musical theater was once and of course is now again, like the, becoming more like the popular music of the time because it's just so sing-alongable. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there was a day in rehearsal when um, a lady came to, de- uh, she was from FedEx and she was delivering a package and she went into the rehearsal uh, room and read the door that it said, rehearsal, hello Dolly, and she just came in and she went, hello Dolly, and she started doing <laughs> doing the full Carol Channing. <laughs> oh, no, no, I was trying to do a Louis Armstrong, sorry. It came up as, as Carol Channing, but like she she just walked in and I don't think she knows it, I don't know of what she knows about the musical, but she knew the Louis Armstrong um, you know, version of it and yeah. came in and just put the package down and then went back out singing the song and we were all like what just happened but you know it is part of you know our 
American um, culture, right? That that mm. song in particular. Yeah, yeah, totally. And you, I mean, now you're going to be haunted because you have to sing that song every night. I know, <laughs> I know. I mean, they're they're all such great songs, and it only takes a moment. Is such a great song. They're mm-hmm. all great songs. Um, it's really fun. And a lot of people know it only takes a moment from Wally. You know that movie? Yeah, I never yes. saw it. What? I know. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it yet. But I'll you see it. Santino, it's, I'm aware of it because obviously when I saw that Hello Dolly was part of it, I was excited. But um, I I can't bring myself to see it because I know it's going to make me cry so much. Really? But wow. I, like, I really. Well, up in that way. Where you're well, like, yes. oh, don't know. Well, based on my recent reaction to Coco, which I think was like crying, <laughs> crying for like the entire last hour, I'm like, I know I need to see Wally, but I need a little bit of like emotional distance first. But yeah. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably great. fall apart when I hear that specifically. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I can't watch out. I can't watch the film up without mm-hmm. like being mm-hmm. like, yeah. no, fast forward the first 10 minutes because mm-hmm. I'm going to be crying. You know the first 10 minutes are going to be, and, that, and then once you move past that, you'll be okay. Yeah, actually, I'll be all right. <laughs> oh my God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go cry in a corner now. It's been great talking to all of you. <laughs> um, but thank you for coming. It's lovely to meet you all. Thank it's you nice for having us. Hello, Dolly! is currently running at the Schubert Theater in New York. If you're a fan of Billboard on Broadway, please subscribe. Give us lots of nice reviews and stars on iTunes. You can tweet using the hashtag Billboard on Broadway at me, at Rebecca Milzoff, and hope to have you back for a new episode next week. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.